Greetings, all you hooligans from cyberspace. Are you just taking over? You going to be the opener from now on? Look, I've been sitting here recording for like 20 seconds now. You ain't said shit. Yeah. Someone's got to do your job. Who said I was ready? You didn't ask. John, you ready? Uh, look, I don't like it when you two fight. <laughs> Greetings, you know, all you hooligans so. from... <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Do your thing. You guys know any movies that has the third in the franchise be better than the original? I was trying to think of that on the way over here. Better than the original? Yeah. The third in the series is better than the original. Day of the Dead? Better better than Night, in my opinion. I think Night's classic, but. Okay. Paranormal 3, the one we talked about last week. That, yeah, Paranormal 3 for sure. Jaws 3D. Jason 3. Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much better. Friday the 13th 1 sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's it's okay. but I yeah, appreciate what it did, but it's boring yeah. now. Yes. Yes. It Compared to 3, I mean, yeah. we get Shelly in 3. Yeah, exactly. We get the mask and everything. Is that it? And we got we can go more <laughs> if you want to do that for the podcast, but I thought we were here to talk about another franchise. No. The, the final franchise in our Worst of Show series. I don't want to talk about it. Final franchise. Oh, <laughs> no. I thought you were doing a Halloween. Oh, Halloween 3? Better than the first one? No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I think I might agree with that. No, fuck you. I You're agree wrong. with that. You are wrong. No. Okay, look. Get hot, fucked, Mark. Hot take. I think part one's kind of boring. Oh, get at it. I mean, yeah, it was made. Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> a lot of movies made in the 70s nowadays are very boring. We were going to talk about Child's Play 3, but now Garrett has a lot to say to me <laughs> for the next hour and a half. I mean, pacing was just different back then. True. I'm not, I don't, I didn't say it was a bad film, but I think 3 is fun. More fun. Funner? Wrong. Is it funner or more fun? More fun. Funner is supposedly not a word. It's here's not. the thing about 3. The pendulum has swung so far that everyone is just riding three's dick now. Uh, <laughs> unlike everybody else, I think three is the best one. Like, okay, I, nowadays, I don't see anybody say three's bad. Uh, so keep your 90s opinion in the 90s, because nowadays, everyone is just flating three constantly. So that's yeah. my, I'm kind of sick of it. Let me have my hot take, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that have to do with anything? Nothing, really. But we're here to talk about Child's Play 3, which has been rated... The worst movie of the franchise by Rotten Tomatoes. So, gentlemen, Child's Play 3, 1991. Do you think it's the worst in the franchise? Why, why are you making that look, Mark? <laughs> let me let me go first, because I think I'm going to be the shortest here, because my franchise window only goes from one to Bride, and then the 2019, the most recent one. Okay. We watched two for the podcast, though. Yeah. Right, so one, two, three, Bride, oh, one and... One to Bride. Okay, you yeah, meant, yeah. like, continuous. Okay, yes. gotcha. Of those collection of films, <laughs> of those collections <laughs> yeah, of thank films, you. I've turned British now. Uh, I actually think the most recent one would be the worst. Ooh, the remake. Yeah, I did not like the remake. Didn't care for it. Uh, you can listen to our, our audio or our audio. You can listen to our audio <laughs> on that episode, our podcast on that episode. Checking out all kinds of magical powers effectively. When? And which one? Well, they can control all of these things, like a lady's seatbelt, apparently. Oh, yeah. Where a car can just drive into a wall, and this lady could not unbuckle her seatbelt. That oh, really part two, me. yeah. Uh, no, it was in the remake. The remake. Oh, oh, I forgot we watched the remake. Yeah, remake. Holy shit, the Mark Hamill one. Yeah. That's what we oh, were talking about. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay, <laughs> to I me, totally forgot they remade Child's Play. So, one, it was so good you forgot it existed. Oh, God. One through Bride and the remake. To I me, the remake is the worst. Okay, we are welcome to have that opinion until you see Seed of Chucky. I believe that's next on the watch. So. That almost made me quit watching movies for good and go back to radio. <laughs> wow, back to radio. Yeah. Oh, you can just listen to War of the Worlds over and over That's and continue to be yes. like, oh, they're in 
invading New Jersey. Yes, dude. Uh, C to Chucky is by far the worst of the franchise. Uh, they have a son, a la Seed of mm-hmm. Chucky. His name is Glenn. He has a British accent. He's the dumbest looking fucking puppet I've ever seen. And he's wandering around like, oh, mommy, why do you kill mommy? Oh, daddy. It's fucking awful. From start to finish, I was angry. Wow. Say it again, but slower, Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I can't wait to watch that movie now. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, when we looked this up, because we were like, oh, the Child's Play's got enough. Like, we know which one we're going to be talking about. When we looked this up and found out that Child's Play 3 was the worst, like, Rotten Tomatoes rated one, I was beside myself. Because, don't Same. get me wrong, 3 is not the best, but... Holy shit, yeah. The fact that Seed edged this out is shocking. Okay. I, I did I was astonished to learn that Bride is divisive amongst the child play community. Really? Yeah, I guess uh I thought most people well, liked it. I think it's pretty clear because up till now they weren't nearly as hammy. But once you get the child uh Chide of Brucky, <laughs> Bride of Chucky, they just go full on with that. That shit. was my favorite one by far. I yeah. liked Bride a ton. Well it's probably because you think the premise is absurd to begin with, so That's why true. not just lean as hard as you fucking can? That's true. <laughs> it's actually. like a scary cartoon. It's like that like absurd plus you have the great uh, john ritter in it yeah as the shitty uh, cop right i thought you were gonna say the great jennifer tilly and i was like well, yes, her too she's do. awesome too she nails it yeah i did i did like that um yeah john ritter as the cop was good so that's my take that's all i can say because i haven't seen apparently the later half here or <laughs> latter half of the franchise gets pretty shitty i okay. almost quit the franchise for good but like you i'd bought that box set yeah and i was like well i might as well watch the final two in here and they are much better than seed so at least they got that okay. hear me out we take the jennifer tilly puppet from bride of chucky we take selma hayek turn her into a vent figure we take the puppet from what we do in the shadows tv show all right and we do a thelma and louise style cross country ladies doing it for themselves puppet movie where shit's just going crazy we could literally the tagline could be things go tits up oh I would love to see that's that's sexist and offensive. And I apologize for all my listeners who are upset by that. But think about it. It's Hollywood. I would love to see the Nadia puppet interact with the Jennifer Tilly puppet. You know, that's just that's fucking cinematic gold right there. Yeah. I think Selma Hayek's a little too classy to be a ventriloquist puppet that lets somebody put their hand up her ass. What if it's Selma Hayek putting a hand up her own (laughs) fucking puppet? There you go. Problem solved. All right. That's good. All right. We've cracked this. And we get a Rosie Perez hand puppet. Like men had a, like, like a sock puppet. Hollywood, get at us. <laughs> Hit us up. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And I guess since I didn't do this yet, hey, all you creatures from cyberspace, <laughs> thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. As we said, we're rounding out our best, our worst in show. The worst in show with Chucky 3. Volume um, 2. Volume 2. Volume 2. Right. The Man. remix. For all of our long-term listeners that were there when we went through the first round of Garbage. So this one was directed by Jack Bender, who I looked up, and he's just a dude who's been doing television directing his entire career, somehow landed in the Child's Play <laughs> franchise. Can I tell That's you, cool, though. Steady work. If yeah. you told me that Jack Bender was like an Alan Smithy, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, oh, okay, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Written by Don Mancini, who's basically been shepherding this franchise for its entirety now. He was um, the original writer, I believe, right? Yes. Tom yeah. Holland, uh, who did Fright Night, directed part one. But then yeah. I think Mancini's the one that's actually been involved with every single yeah. one. Uh, this one stars Justin Whalen as Andy Barclay, replacing the previous actor. Alex well, something. Yeah. And the only other thing I know Justin from is he played, uh, he was on that Lois and Clark show as Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he good? 
I think so. Okay. I haven't seen that in forever because Dean... Hardscrabble. What was his name? Any, the guy who plays Superman is a piece of shit. If he's on Twitter. Oh, Dean Cain. Oh, Dean yeah. Cain. Yeah, yeah. Dick. That conservative nightmare. Yeah. He, him and fucking Hercules need to go get a, like a room. Get a room. Yeah. Stay away from I'm me. I'm surprised they don't have like a Fox News show, those two morons. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Them two and then uh, the, the Charles in Charge guy, right? Like all three of those dudes should just start Scott their own garbage. Scott Bale. Yeah, Scott Bale. Boy, boy. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Perry Reeves is De Silva. Jeremy Slivers. Jeremy Silvers. It's an S-Y-L, so it threw me off. No, I like it. Silvers. As Tyler, Travis Fine as Shelton, Dean Jacobson as Whitehurst, Brad Dura for prizes, the voice is Chucky, Peter Haskell is Sullivan, and blah, 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 blah. Well, I want to call out Andrew Robinson, who plays Sergeant Barber, who is also the dad of Kirsty in Hellraiser. Get out of here. Oh, shit. You're right. That yeah. is the huh. dad. I was like, who is this dude? I know. It. Oh, dude, it's fucking, it's Frank's brother. Nails it. Yeah. All right. That's great. Guy really likes getting haircuts. What do you guys think of Child's Play 3? It's fine. And I enjoyed it. I watched it twice, as a matter of fact, because uh, <laughs> here's an insight into some recording nonsense. Uh, we were delayed, so I forgot everything about this movie and was like, shit, I need to watch it again. Uh, you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, very forgettable, but not bad. Not bad. We've done worse horror movies oh, for sure. For sure. See, Ghost Dimension. Um, but, and Mark has, has mentioned this, I just don't get the child's play Chucky. I don't, I don't buy the premise and it is very hard for me to look past the fact that it's, you know, he's a doll. So I really just, you know, the crux of the whole series. Yeah. Just can't, can't reconcile this. I don't think the franchise wants you to look past it at all. They want you to embrace it. Well, the thing is, <laughs> hey, never mind the doll. It, the franchise needs to embrace it itself then, because does this doll weigh as much as a grown man or weigh as much as a doll? It's coming at voodoo weight. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I just He's can't like get the over vision. it. He can, he can shift his density. That would be cool. Just say that then. I know it's stupid. I buy into very other, you know, much more obscene and crazy premises. But for some reason, I can't get past it. I just see Chucky doing shit. And I'm like, you can't do that. Do you not think that a my buddy knockoff serial killing doll would have the arm strength choke a man out? No. No, I don't. Or I also don't think he could use a golf club to knock a grown ass man halfway across the room. <laughs> You're probably right. The physics just d- don't. I mean, a golf club is designed to be swung lightly and still have a heavy impact at the end. Oh, so. I'm sure it would hurt the dude. To send the dude flying? No, yeah. I will agree with you it's on not that. Lifting but. him off the ground. Like uh, for me, this one's just a little boring. Yeah. And that's the worst I'm going to say about it. I don't hate it, but at times I'm just like, okay, why are we doing this love subplot? I don't need this in my movie. Yeah, very unnecessary. And then for all of all of a sudden in the final act, they go to a carnival. I'm Which, like, okay. Why was that carnival in the middle of a forest? <laughs> <laughs> it's the killer clowns run the thing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Their spaceship landed there. But see, the love subplot was also very tough because those characters barely interacted. Like there's their joint screen time is pretty minimal. And then they're like, you know what? I do really like this guy. He's just not like all the other guys that's, here. That's Hollywood, man. <laughs> you though. wouldn't know because you only known him for a day and a half. You have no idea what he's like. Well, Garrett, you seem to be the biggest into the franchise. What do you think of this one compared to the rest? Yeah, as our long-term listeners will know, I, I really do like the the Child's Play franchise. Um, I will say that while this movie has one of the better interpretations of um, how just angry Chucky can get 
at his his situations, it definitely ranks pretty low for me. Um, it's a very basic plot, you know, and there's a lot of like it, it's asking a lot of us to, you know, to accept certain situations like a middle of the forest fair um, amusement park, if you will, <laughs> a because they had like roller coasters and rides. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not a pop up roller coaster. And he like this mm-hmm. thing has been set for a while. Where's the parking lot? We see the whole thing from the top of <laughs> it's a surrounded by trees. Yeah. T to B. <laughs> um, it's within walking distance of a military school. <laughs> Um, strange town and that military school is like next to major thoroughfares so like yeah also (laughs) conveniently by a giant forest yes i mean so there's there's a lot that's asked of us in this movie that i think if you're not willing to go into it and be like okay i'm watching a a a cheesy early 90s late 80s horror movie you're gonna have problems with and i i do kind of have some problems with it um i don't like the detail of chucky's face on this they they really added a lot more um he's too angry well i like the angry but like the 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 fact that he can furrow his brow in like three different areas i was like that's a bit it's very um weird you know i didn't like the look of him either and it it was too overproduced Yeah. yeah Almost to a caricature of the original puppet, if you will. Yeah. Well, this one's sitting at a 23% with the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 33% with the audience out of 50,000 plus reviews. Wow. I uh, kind of agree. Yeah, I think that's probably fitting. Except, can we just talk about it? Can what? we talk about it? There's no way this movie is fucking worse than Seed of Chucky. No. It, I know we touched on it, but like the fact that this... With Brad Dorff doing like amazing voice work, some of the fucking dumbest, coolest Chucky lines in any of these movies is worse rated than Seed of Chucky. That is insanity. Which is sitting at a 34%. I know. Also significantly worse rated. Like 11%. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty big drop. I was shocked. I, when I when I looked these up, because I was like, oh, Child's Play, we'll talk about Seed. And then I looked it up and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. What's the audience difference? Yeah, let's take a look at the numbers here. So the Child's Play 3, 23% is out of 13 reviews, which oh, seems low. That is low. Uh, the at audience, the time, horror movie was not a popular genre, though. Okay. Right? And the audience on Child's Play 3, again, was 50,000 plus. Far more people weighed in on Seed, 34% out of 77 reviews. Okay. And then 100,000 plus gave it its 39% with the audience. Oh, so it's even higher in audience scores. Yes. And I wonder if that's because people who saw Bride of Chucky like loved the the comedy aspect of it and then saw Seed. And there was still a lot of that in Seed. But I just wonder if it attracted a new audience. And that's why it was hmm. it got more love. God. Yeah. This movie is very, very bare bones as far as plot goes. Very forgettable. There's some very memorable scenes. But I had forgotten about like the middle of this movie. I forgot about the War Games party. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm actively forgetting it as I sit here. <laughs> well, let me refresh your memory. Uh, on the back of the VHS, here's what it has to say about Chucky. Todd Camp from Fort Worth Star-Telegram says, the best Chucky yet. Uh, no, it's fucking not, Todd. <laughs> You're wrong. One and two, clearly better than this one. Uh, well, here's the thing. What that quote was probably like, the best Chucky yet. I still hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you misquoted me. Okay, give me give me some runway here. I read it before I came over. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a hard time with this one. <laughs> <clears throat> One of filmdom's most notorious killers is back to wreak more mayhem as Chucky continues his quest to possess the boy of a human child. 
That's the first sentence. <laughs> the boy or the body? Oh, you're right. The body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> I almost made it all the way through. Quest you made it one sentence. <laughs> quest to possess. Now that is tough to say. Yeah, quest to possess the body of a human child. Eight years after seemingly destroying the killer doll, Andy Barclay turns 16 and is placed in military school. Meanwhile, the greedy president of Play Pals Toy Company decides to resurrect the popular good guy doll's line, confident that all the bad publicity is forgotten. As the assembly line recreates the first doll from a mass of melted plastic, the spirit of Chucky returns to renew his quest and seek revenge on Andy. Once again, it's up to Andy to stop the unrelenting killer in this fast-paced thriller. Okay, so if I'm to understand the back of this box, they melted the old Chucky doll into this vat of plastic. With other Chucky dolls. Which, mind you, we're talking hair, clothes... <laughs> uh, it's a weird, weird. And let's and let's not forget eyeballs mechanisms of the original doll. Yeah. The Chucky voice boxes. from part two was a giant melted mass on a rolly crate yeah. that had exploded. So they're like, put this in with our clean plastic, and then because of that, waste not, want not. The plastic molecules was sufficient enough. Now it was in a giant vat, so not a whole lot of the original. Wait, holy shit! Do they make an army of Chucky's? If every Chucky from that vat. Well, the thing is, is according to IMDb, uh, Mancini, when he was writing this, like he was forced to write this, like, or they, they told him he had to start writing this as Child's Play 2 had just come out. So he didn't think that he had enough ideas for it. But according to the trivia, this is the movie where he wanted to introduce the idea of multiple Chucky's being alive and and demonic. But it did not happen, not until Curse of Chucky uh, later on, or Cult of Chucky later on. Huh. I wonder what's the minimum amount of Chucky you need. 0.01%. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, Mark so, just swoops in with the science. He knows, okay. All right, that explains, because my first question... Well, the opening scene is all the liquid plastic going back in, and there's like the red blood also yeah. mixing in. And I, let's be honest, that opening credit scene was very cool with the reverse cool. plastic like forming the Chucky, like melting into the Chucky. I just didn't understand how that was making a new Chucky, but now, thankfully, the back of the box... Yeah, they swept all the extra parts into it and then basically was like, oh, he's, he's infected the goo, he is now part of it. So here is the problem and the logic jump that you have to do as viewer. Yeah. Eight years has passed since Child Play 2. They never cleaned up the factory That's that fine. exploded with all the plastic? No, no, no. Bullshit. Shut the door, bro. Shut My the door. Bullshit. Very first note. We pay rent on this factory. We're you not just going to let least, it sit for eight years. You at least get rid of the one exploded, bloody <laughs> yes. humanoid Chucky yeah. doll. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wrote, seems strange they wouldn't have cleaned that place up before cobwebs formed. <laughs> Don't forget, Child's Play 2 ended so abruptly with the cops putting Andy on a gurney with uh, that other girl that I forget her name. No, they walk out of the, the oh, thing yeah, together. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, they walk yeah, out hand in hand. It's like, we're going to find a new home. Yeah, but in credits, right? So yes. like literally it's a crime scene. Yeah. They would have There's no that cops out. there yet. Yeah, they, they literally walk out. Yeah. Yeah, that does not make a lot of sense. Uh, also, now I'm not a manufacturing expert, mind you, but I don't think you just take dirty shit, melt it down and run with that. Feels like a good way to break your machines. Well, yeah. they had a bunch of old dirty Chucky dolls. Put it to the heat, put it to the mixer. Well, it's that good. leads to the second jump of logic that this movie wants you to make is that the good guy doll would be blindingly popular 
eight years after its introduction. Well, they have a conversation about that in the boardroom. Yeah, and in the like, giant high-rise tower of this small toy company but, that almost went out of business. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> explain why it would be popular. They just say it would be popular. It's like, okay, if you release Beanie Babies right now, they were wildly popular. They're not going to well, be popular the lady, anymore. The lady says that there's been a resurgence in interest in the good guy doll again, so now's the time to strike if we were ever going to reintroduce them. Oh, and then, and then um, boardroom guy number two goes, uh, uh, sir, I don't think it's a good idea because of the negative things that happen. What if another kid gets possessed and uh, gets killed by blah, 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 and he's like, Charleston, you need to shut your mouth. This is the time we're going to do it. I I say go with it and then that's when they're all like sir this is a dumb idea we applaud you for it we want you to have the very first chucky doll off the line and wouldn't you know it this is the one that's possessed by charles lee ray which also implies they started manufacturing the chucky dolls or sorry the good guy dolls before the ceo gave the okay to make them they're like, it's a good thing you approve this because we already made 10,000 of them. And here's yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This also spits in the face of the the actual like physiological lore of Chucky because doesn't he, he puts his spirit into the body of a doll, but he has to get out of it before it becomes human and he can actually be killed as the doll. So if he gets blown up, right? Because in the first one, remember he gets his like in the second one he cuts his hand off. He's like, I'm turning human. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a terrible Brad Dorf, by the way. I apologize, my man. But he's like, I'm turning human, and he shoves the knife into his like fleshy stump hole, and then like that, that's that word's gonna come back to haunt me. Yeah, no, that um, stump hole, uh, fleshy stump hole is gonna basically be like as a soundbite when I run for office. It's my new band name. <laughs> So, yeah. So, like, by that rationale, though, he's been melted to complete plastic. How'd that clock reset? Yeah. I mean, a million, because he also is like, oh, I can join this other, I can take over this other kid's body. But to your point, he had a time limit. That time limit is not eight years. Yeah, he passed. <laughs> he, the, the time it passed with the, with movie two, he became... A real boy. <laughs> you know, the, the eight years thing feels like that the writers were trying to solve for getting Andy aged up yeah. so yes. they could do something different, but it doesn't work as well if Andy was still the same age. Like if this happened a week later, hey, maybe we wouldn't have such a big deal about or it. Or even eight a couple months later. Long time. long time. And then I think they were trying to avoid the like a new foster home because we had done that. Yeah. And the second one to death. And then in The Bride of Chucky, which supposedly takes place immediately after this movie, he needs an amulet. To get into a human body. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that M was just like a, maybe it's the workaround. He's like, I'm human, but I can get out with the amulet. It's the MacGuffin of that movie. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Don't act like you haven't tried to use the amulet for voodoo before, John. Oh, I mean, look, I voodoo all the time, okay? <laughs> I think I know a little bit about voodoo. Uh, and I'll tell you what, child's play, fast and loose with the voodoo. <laughs> voodoo lady. You know more than Godsmack? Oh, you uh, even I know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know like the Ween Voodoo Lady song, and that's about it. Well, that's about that's a much better song because God Mac, God Mac, <laughs> God Smack's awful. Anyway, oh, I like that song. And Voodoo You by Lords of Acid. Plenty of better Voodoo songs out there. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so the CEO gets the first one off the line, and he's putting around, drinking his whiskey, watching the news. Well, back at his penthouse. Sure. Well, it's his like office. It felt like it was upstairs. Is from the it? I thought it was his office. I thought it was his home, like oh. his apartment penthouse. Well, his office and his home. No, because he sends that one guy. He's like, "Oh, it's my anniversary," and he's like, "Oh, is that so?" And he's I like, guess you're just gonna leave me here, like yeah. real guilt trip. It's like fucking nine o'clock at night. It's pitch black. The guy's like, "Oh, it's my anniversary." He's like, "Well, you better read this fucking report too." And he's like, "Okay, I guess." 
this. I can do that. Yeah. It's like, damn, this, this toy guy has no fun. He's a ball buster. He's yeah. got no family. He's got no, he's surrounded himself by toys, which it seemed really weird. Cause this guy seems like a real straight lace. Like he would judge someone and be like, Oh, you watched a cartoon harumph. But his office is filled with all the toys they make. Well, I guess they're prototypes. Yeah. But even then it's weird that he would decorate his, his home with them. His home. His oh, home office. Does this guy live? Oh, okay. Well, he so a, he he's, a couch, a sofa, you know, he had a full bar in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he also had an elevator that went right to his office. Yeah. And I thought it said uh, PH for penthouse, <laughs> but I may be wrong. Oh, so maybe, hear me out, guy's going through a divorce for being a dick. <laughs> so he's got to live in his office penthouse because he got kicked out of his mansion, uh, which then becomes the giant house and ghost dimension. Well, I think we've got a lot more movie to get through than we just want to stay here with the backstory of old CEO. Well, this is the best part of the movie. So, but yeah, Chucky escapes from his good guy doll box sneaking around and he, he gets all the other toys to attack the and guy. We, we did get, we did get Chucky cam when they first gave it to him. We got Chucky cam like from Chucky's through perspective through the, yeah. the plastic to show that he was aware of his surroundings. So we already knew that Chucky was back in action. Also, okay, last oh, bit on this go. scene. I just, I just thought <laughs> Strap about the fuck in listeners. <laughs> I just thought about this. This is why you can't think about these movies. You just got to go for the ride. This was the first Chucky doll. They gave it to him. He brings it home where he also has two other good guy dolls for Chucky to later fuck with them using. Oh, that's right. Oh, he yeah. does have two other Chucky well, where dolls. Where the fuck did those dolls come from? Those are from? from the first run way back in the day. Hi, my Vintage. name is Harry. Hi, my name is Steve. <laughs> so, yeah, Harry and Steve. <laughs> uh, so I got to tell you, poking holes. This movie's like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Maybe this CEO, since we're going to just do it. Do it. We're going to go deep into this guy's backstory. <laughs> what if he's got two children at the military school <gasps> that we go to later in the movie? Oh, shit. You guys, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so he's much. Shelton. Right he's Shelton's dad. Oh, yes. shit. <laughs> that is definitely the case. A hundred percent. And Shelton has a sister. What's the name of the little black a kid? a good guy doll. What's the name of the little black kid? Yeah. Tyler. Tyler. Maybe he's Tyler's dad, too, because they're like, no message from your dad today, Tyler. <laughs> no, Tyler's dad uh, definitely went out for cigarettes and never came back because that guy was like, he's out fighting this, the enemy on airplanes. Like, oh, oh I know. When that, that was some bullshit. When that dude said that, I was like, is that true? Like, I the, the naive part of me wouldn't, like, believed it. I was like, oh, no, that poor kid. His dad's in the middle. I was like, oh, I think that's a lie. Yeah. yeah your dad's keeping America safe. <laughs> Garrett, I hate to tell you, but your pants are on a farm up north. <laughs> uh, yep. I am totally buying that the CEO is Sheldon's dad also has a second kid for the second good guy doll that is Sheldon's sister. Listeners, this yeah. is all made up backstory just so you don't get confused. Yeah. We're way too early in this movie to be uh, this complex. We're calling this it's headcanon, not made up backstory. One <laughs> <laughs> is way more nuanced. We'll, use, we'll use the grave talk terminology, TM. Well, let's get this guy killed. <laughs> How does, That's why Sheldon's such a dick, because his dad got murdered. Yeah. How does how does the CEO get it? Well, Chucky is uh, decides, you know what? I'm not just going to kill this guy. I'm going to have some fun with this, because fuck this guy. That's Chucky me, 101. Well, he's like, fuck this guy for bringing me back to life. So first he turns- I don't think that's what he's thinking. <laughs> that's what he acts, though. He should be fucking praising this guy. But anyway, he turns off the news, because he's like, fuck the news. And this guy's like, that's weird. My TV just turned off. Let me go find the remote can't find the remote. He's like, you know what probably happened? It probably fell off the side of the couch, magically put itself under the sofa in the middle of the sofa. So let me check under there. So he's feeling around. And I thought, I thought Chucky was going to stab him in the hand. And I was ready to grimace because that would have been fucking gross. Yep. But nope, Chucky's not ready yet. <laughs> he, gives, he, he slides him the remote. <laughs> he gives him exactly. 
So he turns the TV back on. Chucky's like, all right, now's my chance. Marbles. <laughs> a, jar, a jar of marbles gets poured on the ground. And uh, our intrepid CEO can't figure out how to avoid them and slips on the marbles. And when I say, when we say slips, it's like a, yeah. like put that little cartoon sound effect in there, Mark, where it's like, and then he falls. Then Chucky's like, not done yet. He shoots him uh, with a police car, just sends that sailing shoots across. He, he drives a police car at his head when he's on it's the a ground. radio controlled car. Yeah. Yes. Just bam. And the guy moves away from it as if it would have taken his head off. Oh, like he was terrified. Of if this he would have the hit, it would have hurt, but it would not have done damage. But this guy dodges it. It was like a real car. Also, he could have just used his hand to stop it and pick it up, throw it away. But no. Okay, good point. We panics. do have hands as humans. <laughs> yeah. He panics, wiggles his way out. He's like, well, this is some curious shit. Um, <laughs> and then he hits him with the golf club. That's right. Hits him with the golf club, as you referenced earlier. Yes. So then he comes out and he's like, oh, he, okay, now I remember. He gets the other two dolls to start going, I'm whatever the fuck they I'm say. Harry I'm your friend I'm, for, I'm your friend forever. So this guy still doesn't get up because why would you? On your hands and knees, he crawls over, he turns them, and there's two good guy dolls, and he's like, this is totally classic. The toys are fucking with yeah. me again. All right. I get it. Toy story. We got a toy story situation here. Then he turns around and lo and behold, there's Chucky. And he's like, uh, Chucky smacks him with a golf club, sends him flying like 200 yards. Um, then jumps on him and strangles him to death. Yep. And he goes, nothing like a good old strangling to get the blood pumping. <laughs> and to be, and so the, the earlier in the board meeting, they actually had a file on Andy because they were like, what happens if Andy, what if this kid comes back once we release these these new good guy dolls? That could be a PR nightmare. So the the CEO has a file on Andy on his desk at his home office. And then Chucky sees that and picks up the phone and arranges for FedEx to pick him up and send him to the military academy. How does he get packed? No, first off, he's got a file on Andy. He knows he went to that military camp. Yep. yep. The CEO sent Andy to the military <gasps> camp where he sends all the children he doesn't want to deal with like his son Sheldon. Oh, shit. Mark, you are putting this together. Mm -hmm. you, you fucking lining him up and knocking him down. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, almost forgot the best line in this whole movie. When he kills the CEO, he goes, Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> and I did like that. That's my least favorite line that Chucky says in this whole movie. Because uh, he's like, don't fuck with the Chuck. And I'm like, what are you fucking Jack Nicholas? Loved Jack it. Nichololson. Jack Nicholas is a golfer, a golfer. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, it does kind of apply yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> Who are you, Pete Sampras? <laughs> <laughs> also, though, why? Why would they be? Let me just stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know what, Let's just let's get out of this office. If you say why, <laughs> just stop yourself and say. Magic. Cut to <laughs> wizard did it. Yes, there you uh, go. Cut to military school, and we see you know all the trappings of military school. People are marching, left and to your chanting, left, to your right, to your right. Wait, that's actually a, like a Beyonce song. Never mind. Hold on. Major Pain is over in the other ward. Exactly. You know. I love that movie. Uh, that movie's so good. <laughs> okay, Sheldon, who we're about to get, Lieutenant Cadet Lieutenant Colonel Sheldon, totally reminded me of the guy from Animal House, and because of that, I couldn't take him seriously at all in this whole movie. Mm. Which person from Animal House? The ROTC guy from oh, Animal okay. House. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, That's probably where he got his study from. Like, he learned to be the same character. Probably, probably watched that movie on repeat. Yeah. Cuts to the office, and Andy's there, and he's, he's like... He's talking to the, the headmaster slash colonel, and I've got notes on this guy. He's like, why does nobody love you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly kind of thought... Uh, personally, I thought the military school was a cool backdrop for this story. 
we hadn't really had that in a lot of movies at the time, and this was kind of a cool place to put a, a horror movie. I thought it was interesting. I didn't have any problems with the setting. Agreed. Until they just, for no reason, go to the carnival. Yeah, that part was weird. But we, we open up. Don't, doesn't Andy get his hair cut? Isn't that how we're that's, kind of... No, no, that's s- next. No, the interview's the first part. Okay. The, and the, the colonel's like, why does nobody love you? And he's like, well, because I don't get along with people. Like, I can read, boy. Yeah, he's like asking him questions that he's literally reading the answers to, and he's like, he, he wants to hear something specific. He wants to hear that, like, I've got a bad disposition or something like that. And he's like, well, because I don't get along or I had problems with my mom. And he's like, I know this. And you're just like, well, then stop fucking asking him questions you know answers to. And then he goes, I'm going to cut you some slack because you've had a hard time. And then we see zero slack being given to Andy. <laughs> <Yep>. No <laughs> slack at all. He immediately is the, the next scene. He's at the, the, the John Waters barber. <laughs> yeah, I know this barber is my favorite character. This guy. Look, I appreciate people who love their work. And this guy loves his work. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. We're seeing some skin now, aren't we? He loves removing hair. I don't think so much he likes cutting it. He just wants all hair in the world to go away. Gone. It's a power trip, man. Gone. You know you know what? You know why the Romans invented the military cut? <laughs> so that uh, you can get your hair grabbed and your throat cut. Ooh. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Call that. Oh the, shit. That's what we call that in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You he, know that uh, he should have said that while he was cutting somebody's hair. No, the Romans invented the military cut. You know why? Why? Keep their hair short, so the enemies couldn't grab a hold of it in battle. Oh, no, that, he was literally <laughs> quoting a fucking line, Mark. Well, okay. <laughs> it's, it's when Andy goes in to get his yeah. haircut. He says that. He was all it's like... It's been two weeks since I've seen it. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> it is very forgettable. And so. Tyler is sitting over there playing some kind of handheld video game system, and I had to ask Mark, what system was that? Yeah, is it like the... It looked like a Game Gear, but it looked way too bulky. It was too early for a Game Gear in 91. I was going to say it looked like an Atari Lynx, but... Or Game Gear. When did the Game Gear come No, out? Game Gear was like mid-90s, I thought. So according to uh, forums.digitpress.com, uh, it's an Atari Lynx. Ah, see, I got it. <laughs> Repetitive source. I like it. So we cut to Andy, who just got his hair cut. He goes to his dorm, and then he hears a knocking from the door. Now, the way they film this, the way he hears like this thump thump from like the closet... Um, Andy looks at it as like, oh my God, that could be Chucky. Like the way he, but it's like Chucky's gone. You well, literally blew Chucky up. Did you mention though that he saw the commercial to the toy being reintroduced? Oh, and the, while right. Okay, his you're right. Cut? You're right. I did forget that. And yes, so he saw that they're they're reintroducing the good guy doll. And Tyler's so. like, this is the fuck this game gear. <laughs> no, I no. can have a doll. <laughs> no fucking way would that happen in real life. The kid has the coolest tech. It's cutting edge. <laughs> okay, we, ladies and gentlemen, we are recording late at night for like a rare instance. Where we don't have to be done by six because John has to go to bed when the this sun goes why, down. By the way, but John is off the chain tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are recording at midnight, the witching hour, every time from here on out. Uh, yo, 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 Game Boy, a Cabbage Patch doll. Which one you want? Right. I'm telling you, if Tyler could have thrown the thing out the fucking window. All right, this is just garbage now. There is a doll that has that could say words. Okay. Would you ever get rid of a video game system for an inferior toy? No. no. Why would anybody do that? The, it, the guy was like a he's fucking the doll is just like a glorified speaking spell like he says like four lines it's, you know? the, it's the rattiest Teddy Ruxpin you've ever yeah, seen that's what I couldn't think of I'd argue that a speaking spell is more technically advanced than a Chucky <laughs> probably, probably how many points of articulation does a good guy doll have zero <laughs> thank you all right and Atari Lynx that thing's a collector's item really uh, so he goes to he's, he hears the noise in the closet 
He thinks it's a Chucky doll for some reason. He opens it up. All right. In Annie's defense, he probably has some PTSD. No, no, 100%. In the first, like, two years of his life, he got almost murdered twice. Multiple times. Yeah, yeah, and he's seen all of his friends and family die. True, true, true. And his mom's in a loony bin. Right. Because they talk about that with the the Dean Colonel. You know what would have been a cool child's play movie? Like a riff on Terminator, where Andy's mom comes back Linda Hamilton style. (laughs) I would love watching Chucky squeeze through the bars of a fucking, like, like, T-1000 style. Okay, we got to think of a proper title. C2, Judgment, what? Slay. I don't know. I don't know. What could it be? Judgment Clay. That's already been done. That's Clay Fighter 2. Was it really? Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of that. All right. I'm an idea guy. I'll leave the marketing to the marketing people. Judgment Play. It's Child's Play. It was right there. Bam. Oh, you actually had an answer. You wanted to see if we'd hit that. Loved it. All right. You set us up for that. We totally went. We're bad bad at what we do, John. (laughs) So anyway, he let me get this fucking door open. Okay. (laughs) He opens the closet and and out falls a nerdy kid who falls to the ground. He's been tied up. I can't remember this guy's name. Whitehurster. Whitehurst. Whitehurst. Who seemed to be the butt of every joke until Andy came in. Yeah. Whitehurst went up a notch in the popularity. Except though, we as we later find out, Andy, the big nerd at the school, everybody hates the hottest girl at the school. Immediately falls in love with him. The only girl at the school. What are you no, talking there's about? More girls. There's are a there? couple. Remember they put lipstick on Chucky later. Yeah. Oh we'll yeah. You see others like in the. Uh, okay. Which okay. Also, our military schools. All sexes, all ages. I don't know, man. I've I don't never even so. seen a military school in real life. Yeah, me either. I think actually. they're fictional. <laughs> in the nineties, that was a big setting for movies. But you're right. I've never known anyone who went to one. Ted S. Preston Esquire was about to get sent to one yeah. throughout all the movies. I like how you just said that all is one syllable. <laughs> Ted S. <or> Preston. <laughs> yeah. You know, military schools. Myth. Yep. I'm calling it now. Wait, it's not Busted. Ted S. Preston. It's Bill S. Preston. Oh, you're right. Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's it. Fucking turn this off. We're done. <laughs> so here's Garrett the thing, Garrett did mention though. it's late that we're recording. Whitehurst yeah. falls out of the closet. And Andy <laughs> saves him. And he's like... Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Let's be friends now. Yeah. Uh, don't mind that I was like just assaulted. Uh, he says, he says, what happened? He's like, Shelton did this to me. And that's where we get introduced to Shelton, who is like, I guess the teacher's pet head badass, like what? the core leader. Yeah. He's like the CEO, the cadet commanding officer. So Whitehurst is like, hey, I'm Whitehurst. And Andy's like, oh, I'm Andy. He's like, you must be new here. This place doesn't allow individuality, like first names. Uh, and then we, he says, oh, okay, oops, I'm whatever the fuck his last name is. Broccoli. Broccoli. Bro- <laughs> <laughs> Andy Broccoli. Barclay. Which, okay, if, you know what? Real life bullying at that age, they would have called him Broccoli. They weren't going to be like fucking tying him up and hanging him over wells or whatever. Um, <laughs> tying him over wells? What the shit is going on here? Anyway. anyway, we cut to the next scene where we get introduced to Shelton, who is basically got everyone lined up in your standard military formation. And he's like, all right, maggots, listen up. My name is Shelton. I'm your next CEO. I'm going to be the man who tells you when to shit, eat, drink, and bliss and blah, blah. Why like, does he give this whole speech if there's only one new kid? He does this daily. This is a morning thing. Multiple times a day, he's going to stop and give the whole rigmarole. You probably forgot who I am. <laughs> he's always got to reassert his dominance okay, every single morning. Fair enough. And then he walks over and he's like, you must be new here. Who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And he is like, 
an oh, inch yeah. away from Andy's face. And I was like, if these two kiss, <laughs> what's like, this movie's going to get real weird. Holy shit. You two are right. He does this every morning. Cause he doesn't even know there's a new guy <laughs> until he gets there. He's not, he hasn't been briefed. Holy shit. And so anyway, as he's like belittling, uh, so he moves on to Whitehurst again. And of course, Whitehurst is like the butt of everything. So he was like, Whitehurst, you are the most maggotest thing I've ever seen. And then like the girl, I can't remember her name. Da Silva. Da Silva is like, asshole she says under her breath and he's like what did you say to silver this is a man's core i need you to give me 25 push-ups and she's like done and she just goes for it and I, honestly i did feel a little bit bad in this scene because she did 25 push-ups as if it was nothing and i'm like on 19 i would have been dead well then he's like one-handed she knocks out five yeah, one-handed yeah, push-ups five one-handed i was i was like god i suck if it's possible to do negative push-ups that's how many <laughs> one-handed push-ups i can do now in my defense i am carrying at least 84 pounds of fat on my body that she is not <laughs> at so least regardless 84. it's easier I, for her to do a push-up i watched than me. this scene and i was all like <laughs> i could get to like 18 or 19 and then after that i'd be like i'm done right but <laughs> i can't do anymore immediately love at first sight she does she gets in trouble because she's defending Andy, yeah, not Whitehurst. So she's just like, you know what? And I'm I thought it was just, right now. I thought it was going to be a cool like camaraderie. Like they just had a respect of like, yeah, we hate being here. Let's just get through this. But no, they totally turned it into like a, yeah. a fucking like romantic thing. She and wants, I was like, this is unnecessary. She wants a tall drink of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you something. I need I need to get this out because it's one of the problems I have with the movie. Is Tyler too young to go to class? Yeah, I don't know what the what fuck, the he's doing fuck is Tyler doing throughout the whole movie. He's, he's just in, hiding in nooks, <laughs> doing nothing. He's bothering people playing they, as Atari. He's in military links. preschool. They send him. <laughs> they send him out like in the war game. Uh, that's a, another point I have. When we finally do the war games, he's the only six-year-old that's going along with the teens. I'm like, he's got blocks. A is for army. B is for yeah. battalion. Why <laughs> they would not bring this kid? They would be like levels. C is for the core. Right, you're not like 18 years old, a senior in military school, playing war games against a kindergartner. That's just no school does. Stop that. hitting yourself, Tyler. Yeah. Stop, stop shooting yourself. But he's never in class. He's just always out well, in the halls. None of these kids are in class. They either they have three states. They're getting a haircut. <laughs> they're in mess hall, right? Or they're marching around outside. Hey, don't you have barber shop for period one? Get back in there. Yeah. Like, I apologize, <laughs> listeners. There is a movie we're supposed to be talking. None about. of these kids are ever in. Any, we never see any kind of scholastic. The closest we come. <laughs> you think this movie has been the worst thing we've ever watched? We can't get through it. <laughs> it just continue <laughs> okay so I can't. <laughs> the whole reason i brought up tyler is because he's now apparently just hanging out with the mailman and he's like hey tyler you're not doing anything fucking take this good guy doll package over to andy and he's like okay no, no this is where he shows up to see if there's any letters from his dad <laughs> oh god i'm crying oh man no he goes he's like he walks up and he's like sorry tyler no letters from your dad today but hey here's something you can deliver this package for <laughs> do something useful for once tyler so he, of course he can't really do this well either. He fucking knocks downstairs, paper rips, and he's like, "Holy shit, there's a dolly in here!" And he immediately hides it in the back back corridor and starts playing with Chucky. Hold on, every kid in this school runs right into him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do we need to take 10 minutes? <laughs> I think we need to take a moment. <sighs> and we're back to the Grave Talk Podcast. All right. So Andy has to deliver this doll. No. No, Tyler. Tyler has to... <laughs> right away we fucked up. <laughs> Tyler has to deliver this doll to Andy. Yeah, as you said, he gets knocked around. It's a it magnet. Falls. Yeah, every kid runs into this poor kid. He gets knocked down the stairs. Like Mark said, he sees it's a doll and is like, well, this is my doll now. Well, because he's so excited because he, like, right. he saw that commercial and he wanted one so bad. And he broke his other toys. So. And he, he goes and hides in the armory with the Chucky doll. So the arm, important foreshadowing, armory, not locked at all. Anybody could just walk in there at any time, take whatever they want. It was pre-9-11. <laughs> I don't think that's what did it. Yeah. Uh, a first grader can just go right into the armory surrounded by weapons. He opens it up and Chucky goes, who the fuck are you? And Tyler, though, will not slow down. He goes, I thought you could only say three things. <laughs> I know. He puts them on blast yeah. straight up. It's like, do your job, Chuck. So also, yeah, by the way, turns out good guy dolls, three sayings. Oh, that's Canonical, I guess. Yes, that actually is. It has so like three he different threw sayings. away his video game for him anyway. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, I'm new and improved." Uh, which oh, maybe Chucky says that. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's because of all the face articulation you were talking I, about. I don't think that's it, but I think mm. that's just a line that was written in the movie. Um. So. So he pieces together. So Chucky like was like, "Wait a minute." I haven't told you because he's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't told you who I am. And he's like, and it dawns on Chucky. He's like, OK, I got a fresh start at this, which, again, doesn't make complete sense. No, even worse, because he is the worst secret keeper ever. He goes, <laughs> nobody knows who I am. Hey, I'm Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> yes. He fl- well, because the thing is, remember, whoever he tells his identity to, to first, that's he can inf- oh. infect their body. So they the first person who knows his secret is the person that he can basically then infect their body. Okay. So this is a technicality because it's been resurrected now it resets. The movie wants us to believe that. I don't know how that works okay. because again, he was already in human form. So I you would think the timer would be off. But I guess when he got remade from scratch, the timer resets. So all he's got to do is blow himself up, piece himself back together anytime he fails, and he can just do this as many times as he wants. He does say that. We realize that in Bride. Oh, that's right. He goes, look, I'm going to be back, but dying fucking sucks. True. Very clever. Uh, So, okay, thank you. That actually seals a huge plot hole I had. I was like, why is he immediately revealing himself (laughs) to this kid? I forgot about. He's like, hey, Tyler, let's play hide the soul. Lay on your back. And then he does his voodoo chant, or starts to, which is, how does it go? Dambala something, there's something there. Give me the power, I beg of you. Yeah, you. He has to say this, apparently, seven million times. Because at the end of the movie, it feels like this chant goes on for... 10 minutes. I thought he was doing the abridged version here, but later on, he's just waxing the full thing. It goes on forever. I think he's always supposed to do the whole one, but we only see him, like, we only come to that scene where he's already at that part. Interestingly, though... It starts working. Yeah, like, all it takes is the first three words, and clouds are like, oh, it's fucking go time. Yeah, and no one notices the fucking, like, supernatural storm that's forming right over this military school. Because they're always outside. But there's guards. You'd think they'd look up and be like, well, that's fucking weird. Nope. Uh, look, they didn't teach you that in military school. You don't look up, all right? You don't learn that until two, year the, two of mess <laughs> yeah. hall. Eyes um, on the horizon. But right as this is going and playing out, the sergeant walks in and is like, Tyler, what are you doing in here with that dolly? Tyler's like, I'm playing hide the soul. 
<laughs> Which again, right there, red flag. Yeah, the guy's like, I don't know what you kids are doing these days. Why don't you get out of here? He's like, I thought we were too old to play with dolls. Tyler, give me that. And then Tyler's like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. But during the scene, Chucky does say my favorite line, which is, Chucky's gonna be a bro. <laughs> no, that's later. That's later when Andy basically says, "Like, why? What do you deal? What are you messing with Tyler for?" Oh, yeah, that is when when Chucky attacks Tyler. No, because this is the scene where he goes, "Don't worry, I'll be back." Yeah, and then oh. Tyler smiles like, "Oh, cool, my friend's gonna come find me." Which right. again, even as a kid, I don't think I'd be okay if a doll started talking to me and making sense. It, it doesn't. And also, okay, there's like a lot obviously that goes wrong here. One, the guy, the the adult isn't like that. Is really weird. Uh, shouldn't you be in class? We already touched on that. But two, he's like, I'm just going to throw this fucking thing out. Like, I don't think even in military school, you could just throw away somebody's property. You can confiscate it. Well, he doesn't know whose it is. And honestly, this is the man's core, as was said earlier. Get dolls out of here by any means possible. Except Even having it on the premise could be a problem. Later, they all want that fucking doll, though. Everyone wants that doll. Everybody can't get... Can't keep their hands off the doll. So he throws it in the back of a dumpster. I'm sorry, a dump truck. And as the truck is starting to... Andy sees Chucky for the first time here. Yeah, because as as the colonel's walking to the the dump truck... he doesn't know it's Chucky yet. He sees a good guy doll. Yeah, he sees a good guy doll and he starts having his PTSD while he's doing his maneuvers. Is there no closer trash can to the armory than across the whole campus? I think that guy would just happen to be walking across campus back to his office and he was like, oh, here's a dump truck. I'll take care of it there. Okay, okay. So he tosses Chucky in there and Chucky's like, help, no, don't kill me, don't kill me. And the driver's like, oh, shit, there's a kid in there. Yep. Let me jump in there, leave the truck running. He's like, where are you? And then Chucky slips his way out without being seen. And then and one of the cooler kills in a child's play basically activates the um, the the trash truck. And the compactor. The compactor and squishes the shit out of this if dude. If it were only a compactor, I would have believed this. It is some sort of spinning death device where there is like a hey, like just because we're not just because we're not familiar with that type of uh, trash truck doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I, I don't think there are moving on spikes John in trash trucks. <laughs> I don't know what's in there. I've never been in one. For all I know, it could be full of candy. Oh, probably. You should go check it out. <laughs> also, no I don't think you have to get in the trash truck to stop the trash truck. No, no, he went in to find the kid. But he left the truck on. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Anyway, this guy's just bad at his job. Everyone's bad at everything in this <laughs> Clearly. movie. But it was a good kill. I will agree. Yes. And so, but the thing is, the trash truck is like maybe like 100 feet away from where Andy and everyone else is practicing their their um, their, Drill. their drills. And uh, they all run over and they see like the dude killed in the trash truck. And Andy kind of is like, oh, shit, I just saw a Chucky doll uh, and someone got killed. This is a Chucky. So the next scene, we basically see a, a Whitehurst in the room with Andy, and Whitehurst is shining Sheldon's shoes. The Chucky doll shows up, and that's where uh, Andy like goes fucking crazy. He oh, starts yeah. attacking the doll. Because it's in the closet. Right, and Shelton comes in. He's like, what the fuck's going on in here? Uh, and you see Andy just attacking this doll crazily. And he's like, wow, Jesus. And to be fair, if you have no reference for this, right. you're going to be like, what the fuck? It looks weird. So then he sees he scuffed his shoes. He's like, oh, I'm sorry for my shoe, your shoes. And he's like, all right, Whitehurst, you're off shoe duty. Andy, Andy shoe duty with you. And I'm fucking taking your doll because my sister wants it. And apparently there are no property rights at the school. Finders keepers, whoever's holding something owns it. That was the rules of the eighties and nineties. <laughs> the finders keepers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that he steals the Andy's doll, storms out, and he's like, uh, "I better sneak into his room at night and try and kill that Chucky doll." So later that night, Andy sneaks into Shelton's room to try to get back the Chucky, and he's got a knife, I believe. And right, Chucky's not there. Shelton in his room has a wall of weapons. 
And Which seems like something you would not allow, but no. And also, when you like mount knives like that, I don't think you keep them uh, death sharp. <laughs> <laughs> the display ones are for display only. <laughs> but no, yeah, Chucky's going missing, and Shelton immediately knows or believes he knows it's Andy who took it, and he wakes up everybody, and now they've got to do night routines of walking uh, around and jogging with their rifles above their he head. He knows it's Andy because he catches Andy in his room. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" And he's, uh, and then he makes them go do their night workouts. What was Andy's excuse? Uh, Andy's excuse was, "That's Chucky. I have to take it." I out. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, just, how did why punish everybody if he already had the culprit there? Uh, that's Caught red handed, if you will. That's just how Shelton does things. Hmm. Group punishment. But then, yeah, as they're doing their uh, punishment rounds outside in the yard. The uh, colonel comes out and he's like, is this really necessary, Sheldon? He's like, I'm trying to root out a thief. He's like, okay, but I want him in bed in the next hour. So right before this, uh, just a real quick backtrack. At some point, Chucky reveals himself to Andy as being alive. And Andy's like, what are you doing here? And he was just like, you know, like, I'm going to find that. He's like, what do you want with Tyler? And he's like, I'm going to be a bro or whatever. Yeah, that happens in the fight before Shelton takes him. That fight does yes. go on for a little bit. Yeah. So Chucky, Chucky reveals like what he's actually doing here, how he's not after Andy. He's actually after Tyler. And so after all, everything you guys said, they end up outside for the punishment. At this point, Chucky's running around the place looking for Tyler and they start right. playing hide and go seek in the hallway. Tyler leaves a note. It says, Charles, come find me, tag your it or whatever. I was like, that's really weird. How did he know? Uh, but anyway, he leaves a note on his pillow and Chucky's like, oh, this fucking kid. Uh, oh, and to make it more complicated, the, the colonel doesn't come back. The girls come in at this point. Right, this so is when the girls put lipstick on him. I don't want to pile on to Tyler too much more. But does he just assume that every good guy doll is as sentient as Chucky is? Or does nothing seem out of place here to him? He's, like, he's leaving just, notes for this guy. So I think he thinks this is just he, how dolls he's are. He's excited to have anyone that cares about him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, had, Tyler's in a really vulnerable position. Right. He's never had a doll before. He doesn't know how they work. So Tyler and Chucky end up in the colonel's office. The girls break into this office because uh, Silva wants to look up Andy's file. Yes, right. because she's on some kind of weird stalkery shit now. Really creepy shit. So they catch Tyler in there and they're like, you better go to bed because if the colonel catches you, you're in major trouble. Mm -hmm. They put lipstick on Chucky, then they throw him in the trash. They go about their life. Andy also is trying to find Tyler. He sneaks away from group punishment just to get beat up. The scene literally <laughs> serves no purpose except to show us get Andy get his ass. Yeah, Shelton's number two basically decides to beat up Andy. We go on Barclay. <laughs> Punch. Yeah, it's pretty much the scene. <laughs> That's what the script said exactly that. <laughs> End scene. Colonel comes in. He's like, what the fuck's going on in my office? Why are all the lights on? And uh, sees the Chucky doll. But a uh, uh, mug of pencils gets knocked over. Oh, well, I forgot the mug of pencils. Right. I'm so sorry. Well, here's why. That's the most classic thing we see in this school. But also, why? Why is Chucky just like to fuck with people? Just murder him. It's build up, man. I guess. So that gets his attention. He goes to the desk. Lo and behold, there's Chucky. The guy's like, heart attack, dies. Chucky goes, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> Liked that. So that was, uh, that's one of my favorite lines of, from Chucky in this one. That was a good one. Uh, and it cuts to the mess hall where it's like, no, this is my favorite scene of the movie. Uh, the mess hall. Yeah. 
Okay, go tell us. Because Sergeant Barber is going around inspecting hair in the middle of everybody's meals. Like, he loves his work so much. He's like, hey, I'm going to see you next week. Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he's giving everyone a like, Monday. Can you imagine if that happened in real life? Like, you were just minding your own business in the food court, and then all of a sudden, you're like, your insurance claim guy goes, next week, you owe me a check, man. I would be, I think, you know, I think the first time, you'd be like, this is fucking weird. If you, after a few years, you're <laughs> like, uh, there he goes again. All right, yep, see you on Tuesday, dude. He's clearly got carte blanche. He can do whatever. So I think right. you just accept it or you you deal with rocking the boat. And since we've established they don't have to go to class, it's not like they have anything else to do. So. I love the fact that we've just decided that they don't go to class at this place <laughs> at all. They're all just hanging out 24-7. Yeah, just waiting to get haircuts. So he goes up to Whitehurst and he's like, Whitehurst, you're a mess. I want to see you right after Chow. Andy goes and talks to Tyler and gets tripped, of course, you know, typical yeah, like so kid drops his tray. Everyone laughs, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we cut to the next scene, which is Whitehurst going to uh, the barber where he is going to get his hair cut. And he goes in there and Chucky's in here at this point. Right. And I don't remember why Chucky's in here, but he I just think sort he of just, worked his way in there. He's high for some reason. He's he, making his way to the school. Yeah. For some reason he's hiding. OK, I know why he's in there. So first he's hiding in the barber's shelf area. Uh, he's in there because he knows Everybody shows up here. He's trying to find Tyler. If he just waits long enough, just Tyler's waits it out. Probably going to show up there for his daily haircut. <laughs> right, <laughs> which exactly. everyone gets nonstop. Though, that one kid who just got a haircut, he got a nice little rub on the head from the guy. So you know, there's there's options. So he, he gives Whitehurst a haircut, and he's like, "Boom, your hair's cut," or whatever the fuck yeah, he says. He, he has says, some ridiculous. He says, "Boom, you bald." Yeah. Uh, Which the way he delivers it, I swear to God, it's like a masculine John Waters. He's it's so, so funny. great. Also, do you notice on the wall are pictures of all the kids with their hair cut? I did not notice that, but yep. that is even creepier. He has Polaroids of them all. Yeah, this guy is a problem. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm hinting at. <laughs> Big time. He should not be allowed around children. Without context, if someone found his box of Polaroids, they'd be like, uh, we need to arrest this guy. Stat. Even with context, he'd be like, I think this is inappropriate. <laughs> hey, check this Polaroid out. 84, best buzz cut of my career. <laughs> You're like, I've been chasing that high ever since. <laughs> so Whitehurst runs out, but forgets his coat. So as the uh, barber's putting, he's getting a, he's getting getting alcohol out of his alcohol cabinet, alcohol cabinet, out of his liquor cabinet. And uh, he's about to make himself a drink. And then boom, Chucky busts out. And he's like, what the hell? A doll? He sees Chucky in he's there. He's going to give like, Chucky a haircut. Yeah, he's oh, that's so right. weird. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? When's the last time you got a haircut? That's right. And he puts him on the chair and then he takes like an hour and a half to bring the razor to Chucky's head long enough for Chucky to have some scissors and slice him in the well, throat. Well, he reaches down because there's a straight, straight razor, razor right. tied to the chair, which a weird place also, to keep it. very unsafe. Very uh, unsanitary uns also. That too. Right. And he slices the barber's throat and he goes, boom, you're dead. Yes. <laughs> Liked that. This movie is all about the Chucky one-liners. Yeah. He's then, like the Bruce Willis of like Die Hard. <laughs> like it's just so bad. And then... Somehow, Chucky got his body in the chair and was going to do some sort of crazy shit with him because Whitehurst comes back and he's like, I forgot my coat or glasses or whatever. And sees Chucky standing over the dead barber. Right. And he's like, I'm just going to leave. Chucky goes, boo. And Whitehurst flees. To be fair, that is a valid response mm -hmm. when a dog kills someone and then talks to you. 100%. So, while so all for the rest of the movie, Whitehurst is not going to mention this or just be too afraid to bring yes. it up or confirm Andy's biggest fear that there is a killer doll. Even when Andy is like, hey, did you see a killer doll? Whitehurst is like, no. 
Like fucking liar. Because he runs back outside to get in line where basically the, the colonel is telling them like, this is the war games. This is what we're going to be doing tonight. Now, Everyone get ready. I don't think you do war games the very next day <laughs> after the headmaster dies. That, it seems or like, the dump truck driver. Yeah. But they write that off because they say something to the effect of he would want us to do the war games. Yeah. If like yeah. he would order us to like, oh, I don't know. Two deaths in like a three day period. Look at the military, man. Death's just part of business. Also, what time of year is this? Is this like it's winter, day summertime. three of the first school year? You know what I mean? Like, I think Andy came in the middle of the school year. I think everyone was fully established and set up and Andy just got sent like week 13 out of a you know. war game seems like the finale yeah, to the, the school year. 100%. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah, whatever. Also, look, if we're gonna, <laughs> they're playing paintball with no protective equipment. Even if, spoiler, Chucky didn't change them shit for live rounds, somebody's losing an eye. All right? <laughs> and, Easily someone's losing an and eye. And they're going to shoot a six-year-old kid with paintballs. <laughs> Look, Tyler is a real problem in this script, okay? Uh, but he's not the only one, because in a tent, we later find out there's some other child that they brought out there to abuse. <laughs> oh, that's right. Right, yeah, because I like because they show a wide shot of them marching off to do war games, and literally there was only Tyler who was under the age of, like, 10. <laughs> well, but like, then, those yeah, are, like, they, 17, 18, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. At some point, they do show another kid, and it's like, oh... Okay, I guess, but you didn't show them before. Yeah. Then they're going to abuse two children with paintballs. <laughs> they keep that kid, they dust them off for war games just so it's even. <laughs> so it's it's war games time, though, and they're like, all right, we're going out, blue team, red team. Yeah, so why this is happening, though, Chucky is putting live rounds in all the red paintball guns. Right. Because they're using real guns, but with just paint bullets is what it is. Yeah, also, I, like, I just don't think that's a real thing. I don't think that works that way either. Like, no. it had, like, the the... The, what do they call it when they go inside the, the, the chamber? Yeah. yeah. Like, and also paintballs are gas fired. Real bullets are explosions. Explosions. Yeah. Like if you're shooting paintballs with if the, the velocity, paint is going to explode inside yeah. the gun. Like boom. Uh, but regardless, let's not get into the, right. the nitpicking. Whatever. This. Oh, you'd also, the gun would be heavier. Doesn't matter though. <laughs> you're totally right. He's putting in live Johnny'd rounds. sleep. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Live rounds are in the gun. Chucky's like, they're going to love this trick. And he also gets a grenade because he's like, yeah, because you know, Look, if you come across a rando grenade, take it with you. If you're a serial killer, you see a grenade, you're grabbing it. Yeah. I get it. That part, no problems with that. So Story everyone goes out. off. Everyone goes off to do their war game stuff. Red team's going one way. Blue team's going another way. Uh, we get some character development between Andy and the um, and De Silva because they leave the tent and they go walking around kind of like, he's like, I got to go find Tyler. And she's like, well, let me walk and talk with you because she's got a thing for Andy well, she, at this point. She tells a scary story, right? And then she's like, come here. I want to show you this fair that's in this forest here. <laughs> this amusement park <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of the great Northwest. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Look at all the fun they're having. And, and Andy's like, look, I need to go get Tyler. Blah, 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 blah. I stole a map. Uh, and he sneaks off to go rescue Tyler. Yeah, and he, like, still, he stills the like commander's map to know where the other people are going to be. So he's trying to go get Tyler. Which makes, once again, no sense. Why would the blue team captain have a map that shows where the red team base is? I think it's based off intel they've gathered, so it's like the best the best directions they have right now. So it's like, this uh, is the course I think we're going. So right, I'm going to buy that. So the commander has like, I think we're, we're going to move northwest based off the intel we have, and I think he's using that to kind of give him the best direction, because he doesn't know exactly where he is. Fair enough. We'll so roll with that. as this is going on, he's immediately caught. They're like, the map is gone. We better move out now. And Weiser is like, I thought we weren't moving out till the morning. He's like, no time for that shit. We've got a spy. Yeah. I was like, are spies allowed in this game? 
I guess it must because the other team thinks they have a spy too. They think that Tyler's a spy. Yeah, well, they catch Andy immediately and like, got gotcha, you, you bitch. He's so, <laughs> he's so bad at this. They cut to the other camp, yeah, Red Camp. Red Camp. And Tyler's gone. And they're like, hey, where's Tyler? And his, Come to find out, Chucky has kidnapped Tyler. Right. His friend's like, oh, he said he was going to go play with a guy named Charles. And everyone's like, well, that seems reasonable to me. In no the war need, games, you, you randomly leave to go play with people. Yeah. No need to tell an adult that a child has gone wandering in the woods to play with a name that is unfamiliar to us. To be fair... Tyler has established himself as a rogue entity. All right. He does what he wants when he wants. And there's no one that's going to stop him. Not the, not the teachers, not the staff, nobody. Uh, and we, and this comes up. So we do have to f- rewind a little bit before the war games. Andy is like, here, take this knife, keep it on you. Cause Chucky is a dick. And he's going to try and kill you. Yeah, he's like, Chucky's dangerous. Don't trust him. Tyler's yeah. like, whatever. I've known him for five minutes. Chucky is life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's I, got a full chest tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> he's my best friend forever. It's one of the things that he says. So Tyler immediately gets captured by Chucky. People, let me tell you about my new best friend. <laughs> well, they're like wandering through the woods and Chucky's being a dick. He's like, we're going to play hide the soul again. He's like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And he's like, start cussing at him. Yeah, and he's then, like, you fucking do what I tell you to do. You understand me? And, and, and Finally, Tyler's like, Andy was right. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> and he takes out the little knife and stabs Chucky with it and runs off into the carnival. And Chucky starts to bleed. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm turning human again. So that now we have the ticking clock aspect right. of it, which now shows that Chucky is becoming meaty inside. And uh, again, no expectation of why this is happening by a reset. But OK, cool. So matter. he's got to find Tyler quick. Right. And, but now, this is when all of the teams converge on each yeah. other, not, right? Well, no, not yet. So De Silva is off doing De Silva shit, too, right? So she's off looking for... No, right, she's looking for Andy, because everyone's out to yes. look for Andy. She's looking for Andy, and they're like, De Silva, we caught the traitor, come back. Turns out, De Silva got captured by Chucky. So then Chucky gets on the walkie, and he's like, blue team, blue team, this is Chucky. Uh, <laughs> I love this delivery, and that was awesome, John. That was <laughs> uh, And he's like, look. I caught the spy. Come and get her. So the blue team comes, and then he goes, red team, red team, uh, some bullshit's happening up on the hill. You're going to want to get here. And they're like, well, that sounds very legit. Now, Look, Mr. Logan, we found your keys. <laughs> if you want them, you better come and get them. <laughs> Does the radios operate on the same frequency? What, I think he switched it. But how would he know what the station was? Doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> otherwise school. they would just be listening to each other's yeah, radios. right. It would be a problem with their war game. Charles Lee Ray did seven years in Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. So they get there. The blue team gets there first. And and we see that Chucky holding a grenade has got the Silva captured. And the blue team sees the, the puppet. Like they see Chucky like on top of the Silva. And they're like, what the fuck? Like they are now all privy to the fact that this puppet is sentient. And he somehow captures Tyler. Keep saying again. puppet doll. I doll. mean, you know. He captures Tyler again. And he's like, all right, look, I'm going to have to kill all y'all. Well, he trades. He trades or Tyler trade for, for De Silva. Silva. Uh, then he goes on a, a, mon- a rant here. Tyler, the first smart thing he does in the whole movie Sneaks, sneaks away. away. And B lines it towards the amusement park in the woods, I guess a mile away. I don't know. Anyway. So then the red team comes, shoots, because they're like, oh, shit, it's the blue team. They and have no idea what's going on with the puppet yet. Right. The doll. Kills Shelton just right through the heart. Bam. And they're like, and then they keep shooting. Well, because they think it's like, they think it's all paint bullets. They saw that guy go down. 
but you know, maybe they just thought he was playing along with it. <laughs> ah, he's an actor. <laughs> I didn't know he had a squib. So uh, like maybe uh, like 10 shots in the, the blue team is like, holy shit, they're finally firing live rounds. And at this point, Chucky's just living it up. He's like, ah, I love this. Uh, the chaos he has created. He is just in hog heaven. Um, and they're like, holy shit, what happened? Then there's a lot of chaos as they're trying to get Shelton, like medical attention. Chucky decides he's going to take out Andy to Silva and all of them at once and throws their grenade at him. Right. He throw, and so they're all arguing. They don't even see the grenade, but Whitehurst, Whitehurst does. does. And this part was actually pretty sad. So Whitehurst sees the grenade. He's like, what do I do? He starts running toward it, jumps on the grenade, takes one for the team. Everyone sees this, freaks out. And at this point, this is when Andy's like, I got to find Tyler. He's where Chucky's going. And then DeSilva's like, I'm coming with you. And then they run off after Tyler. And then we cut to Tyler in the amusement park. Right. Where the he runs up to a cop. The and worst cop ever. <laughs> well, security guard. Okay, security guard. The worst adult ever. <laughs> so this child is like, uh, my friend Charles said he wants to hurt me. I'm in danger. Please save me. This guy's like, I am sure that your friend, you just had a disagreement, okay? You're in no danger, so I'm like, oh, look what I found, a Chucky doll. So not to pile on to Tyler too much more. <laughs> I think he's in it every time before you pile on Tyler. He's he, he's like this like childlike wonderment that shouldn't exist in a seven or eight-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. My friend Charles, he should be like, a demonic toy is trying to murder my face, <laughs> a good guy doll, or something that would lead credence to like, when he's like, oh, look, why don't you play with this doll while I wait for a, a dad figure or somebody to come pick well, you up? I think, okay, I think, no, I'm not Team Tyler by any means, but I think he did the right thing here because I could have understood if he said, a good guy doll is trying to kill me, the adult being like, all right there, sport. He, all he said is, a, a, my friend Charles is trying to hurt me. As an adult, you don't know what's going on. You're probably like, all right, let's figure this out here. Well, that added confusion. He's like, your friend's not trying to kill you. He's your friend. He should be like, there's a maniac named Charles trying to murder my face. I don't think that would have got through to this guy because he's like, <laughs> friends don't hurt each other. Like, dude, I think any child predator is trying to convince the child that they're their friend. Like, that should be setting off fucking red flags. You're, you're at a carnival in the middle of the woods. Yeah. If anyone says this dude's trying to hurt me, that is an immediate, like, all points bulletin. But you know what? Uh, officer fucking fails at his job. Doesn't matter because he dies like in three seconds. Yeah, anyway. the Chucky doll kills him behind. Like, we don't see the actual kill, but yeah, the Chucky doll ends up killing him, and you realize that Chucky has taken or is chasing Tyler, and Tyler is now running into some of these attractions, and there is a haunted roller coaster, and it's a smaller roller coaster, yeah. but it's a haunted roller coaster in this giant building. Very cool. I'd love to ride this thing. There's, Seems like, dope. ghosts flying from the ceiling. There's, like, zombies popping up out of, like, holes and I mean, stuff. that Skull Mountain. Oh, yeah, that thing Like, was think about what this, this ride is an on-rails, uh, like, minecart-style ride, right? Yes. That is a very elaborate skull mountain for something that the visitors aren't actually going to really interact with. It should. It would have been like a like a a two D painting. Yeah, you know also what I mean. Probably shouldn't be supporting a lot of weight. I don't imagine it was no. meant to have anything it's hanging. Far too elaborate for your standard carnival. But then again, this is the magical carnival in the forest. Also, I don't think real carnivals have giant fans with really no grating or guarding at all. So yeah, it's a giant industrial sized like metal bladed fan, fan that These like is blowing air upwards. Yeah, hey, what's it even doing? Blowing like like confetti and shit up to like show like an explosion, like a woo gotcha. These carnivals are designed to be broken down and moved to multiple 
places throughout yeah. the country. So you're right. These are way too industrious. Yeah, wouldn't they just use like a fucking like a leaf blower? Yeah. Well, that's what my notes say. I was like, this is designed to stay put. But the thing is, if you're going to build it in the middle of the woods, maybe you do just keep it in one place. How did they even ship all that stuff anyway? It doesn't matter about it. Point is, so some backwoods yokel had the stuff he had to have the amusement park. Regardless, it's cool. It is cool. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing in this movie because you go from a military school to an amusement park and you're like, why is this transition even happening? And there's so many settings that could have used the military school that they didn't at all, like a classroom or, <laughs> or an obstacle course. An obstacle course. So in this um, roller coaster thing, there's a giant like Grim Reaper with a scythe and it like slides down in front of the, the cars to kind of like, oh, that was close. But then it actually like you find out it's sharp enough to cut Chucky's face off. Yeah, that seems like a real problem. Why would this a real safety issue? Yeah, it would be like foam or plastic. Like carnivals aren't spending money to have real metal sharp blades. <laughs> yep. So Chucky captures Tyler. Tyler again and is like, and he sees this and like us, he's like, well, that's cool. That looks like the best place to have a voodoo. I'm gonna go set up right below the giant Grim Reaper, which is dope. So he does go there and uh, Tyler manages to fight back pushes them in the scythe and the moment this happens like um andy and De silva have actually entered the thing and they see chucky up there doing like give me the power i beg of thee up on the little like grim reaper hill right. and they're like we gotta save him at that point that's when you said tyler kind of saves himself pushes chucky back a foot and chucky's face gets sliced off incredible and this really is where well hamburger done. face chucky comes from and it is fucking rad yeah super cool uh and then tyler is like I have an idea. I'm going to escape using the power of hugs. He hugs like a, a pop out thing. Uh, it was like a ghost or something. It was like a harpy. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it, bird thing, which was just floating over the cars of the, the roller coaster as they drove by. And that's like his escape. And it gets him even higher in this multi-story uh, roller coaster. So, the Silva, uh, she gets taken out. I don't remember how. She hurts her leg somehow. Well, Chucky's got a gun because Chucky takes the gun from he the security guy uh, and shoots her with the and shoots her in the leg. So Chucky's got a gun. He's got a knife. He's got Tyler. What doesn't he have going for him? Apparently, time. <laughs> they have a gun as well. So they give it in. in in an earlier scene, we see that Andy can't shoot for shit. He took it off the security guard's body. Definitely yep. doesn't seem suspicious at all. Probably won't <laughs> come back to haunt him later. So he gets the, but we, we saw in an earlier scene, Andy can't shoot. But the Silva shows him in the gun range how to shoot. It's like this meet cute moment. Yeah. And the, she shows him, you got to breathe and hold your breath and you squeeze. You don't pull. And he barely remembers because when it's time to shoot Chucky, he misses like four times. Yep. But then he shoots his hand off. Yeah, which seems unlikely. One, no, no, no. Seems perfect. No it's wonder awesome. he's missing. Aim for the center of mass. Hit him in the chest. What are you shooting for? Limbs I think for? he was. I think he just <laughs> hit the hand by accident, bro. Love it. That's actually <laughs> probably very true. He's not a good shot. No. Uh, and so Chucky loses his hand and his knife and is like, ah, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts like, take that Brad Dorf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't uh, hire me to voice uh, Chucky nowadays. From from his high vantage point, when <laughs> Tyler took the harpy to the top of the mountain, right? I remember that part. He throws Andy the pocket knife. Yeah. So Andy can stab Chucky with it. Yeah. And that's oh, where he loses okay. his balance and he tumbles into the fan blades. All I know was this in fight scene was so, and other than Chucky get his face sliced off, this was so anticlimactic. Yeah, it was pretty thumbs down. They just kind of basically like, it's like a fucking like bam, bam, bam. Oh, Chucky's in a fan. 
But to be fair, every like thing that happens is gory and awesome looking, but yeah. it just seems very happenstance that all these things keep happening to Chucky. So he gets diced up like a motherfucker into a fan. And Andy and De Silva go to the hospital. Where Andy is arrested for killing a security guard and stealing his gun. <laughs> yeah, he spends the rest of his life in prison. <laughs> That's not in the movie, you and guys. And he shut down the school because you can't have students shooting each other. <laughs> yep. Which begs the question then, because in Bride of Chucky, uh, she sews Chucky back together. Yeah, they gather. From his fan, like. Yeah. Like, they find these parts and they, like, basically sew Chucky back together. But this thing was meat. I mean, there's not even like a Chucky suit at this point. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, they, they have all the Chucky pieces in evidence, yep. in the evidence room. Why they would bother to do that? And well, because, because it's a doll. What is Chucky evidence of? That a doll got eaten by a fan? <laughs> <laughs> eaten by a fan. <laughs> nom, uh, nom, 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 nom. But this isn't about Bride of Chucky, which is a much better film. Yes. Uh, it is about Child's Play 3. And so that is the it. end. Yeah. That's Child's Play 3. You know, it sounds bad and it is kind of bad, but it is not the worst in the series. I can't speak because I haven't seen the whole series, but it's not the worst of the series that we've done. I'll tell you what. Uh, this one was, it wasn't a bad, it was a fine, it was a fine movie. It's worst yeah. sin is that it was boring. Yeah, a little boring, but not nearly as bad as the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score would have you believe. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's, there's worse films we could have closed Worst in Show Volume 2 on. But you know what? That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all for Worst in Show Volume 2 from The Grave Talk. Tune in next week where we'll have a mini where we vote for our best Worst in Show. Who won Round 2? Who was the absolute Worst in Show winner? Tyler. <laughs> Just Tyler. Poor Tyler. We'll have a, a little quick update on uh, round two for you guys and um, talk to you then. And we'll kind of give you a rundown of what's looking at for the rest of the year. So tune in then. We'll see you then. Mark, do you want to give them the whole spiel? We've got a website. We've <laughs> we got a social a medias. We've got an email, but I'm not going to tell you what those are. I can tell you you can go to thegrapetalk.com to find all the information that I just teased. Ooh. Did you tease or did you tell? No. Well, here's the thing. In the biz, we call that a teaser. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. But listeners, do you have any recommendations of things you want us to talk about? Let us know on any of those options that I just told you about. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.